Well, thanks so much for joining us on this Monday. A beautiful lunch hour. Sun shining for most of the province. And again, mild temperatures, just like we had through the weekend. What a great weekend for people just wanting to get outside, enjoy it, take the, take the dog for a walk. Even in our house, Big Mike, our mini Dachshund, who is the biggest suck in the w- and wimp in the world, doesn't like the cold weather. He was frolicking on the weekend. Love the snow. Those little legs, which he, you know, it's part of his, in, in the middle of that cold snap, I would be opening the back door to let him out into the backyard. He would be looking at me like, no, I don't think so. I'm not going out there. Yeah. The, it, everyone is affected by the warm weather in a positive way. Even our pets. Speaking of that, the Regina Humane Society, who of course do some great work in our community, just like uh, humane societies all across the province. They do important work, not only protecting animals, but uh, helping find homes. There's a bunch of great programs that they offer. Well, in Regina, they are about to get a major facility upgrade. Over the next week or so, they'll be moving in to their new location from their old one, which is nearly 60 years old. They're moving into a state-of-the-art animal community center. Lisa Cook, the executive director of the Regina Humane Society, joins me now for a quick discussion. Lisa, thanks so much for taking the call. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about the Animal Community Center. Well, can you let's talk first about the work that the Regina Humane Society does in the community. Well, as you said, we've been at our current location for 60 years in December of 2023. So a long time we've been providing service uh, to the city of Regina, people and, and animals. And, and it, it's more than just adopting pets. Um, we provide uh, certainly um, a safe haven for, for any animal that's in need. We have a veterinary clinic which provides treatment and care. Um, we enforce the Provincial Animal Protection Act uh, for the province of Saskatchewan to protect animals in our city, as well as many support services, including a, a subsidized spay-neuter program, um, outreach programs, including uh, a pet food bank and supply bank, as well as education programs and behavior training. So we're doing a lot more than just adopting pets. No kidding. So I was going to, my next question is, what is the Animal Community Center bringing to the community not just not just for people but for the animals themselves well this project has been more than 10 years in the, in the making and and it is really a dream come true for for so many people in our community and it is is going to be a game changer for animal welfare for sure um, for animals um, we have reduced stressed and improved uh, animal health by um, incorporating cleaner and comfortable open like home-like habitats um, within the the space. Um, we have state-of-the-art uh, waste removal and cleaning technology. We actually have, we, they're, they're flush, flush toilets for, for the dogs and cats, but uh, they don't use them, we do. So uh, it eliminates waste um, very, very quickly, which eliminates smell and also um, the chance for disease to spread. So um, we have expanded veterinary services um, and increased pet adoption spaces that are, are more welcoming uh, to the public as, as well as our animals with lots of light and lots of space. Um, so it really is going to be incredibly different than the space that we have now. Lisa Cook, the executive director of the Regina Humane Society, my guest today. So your old location, 60 years old, and clearly didn't have the space to allow you to do all of the things that in 60 years you've greatly expanded in terms of the service that you provide to community. 
Yeah, I mean, space is one thing, but certainly the condition of the facility. Um, one thing that is, is very important uh, to humane societies, uh, we really are a, a large veterinary clinic. So this space is, is intentionally designed and functionally organized so that the spaces and the finishes um, reflect best practice biosecurity, acoustic and odor controls. Uh, so very, very different than what we had uh, um, at the old facility with a lot of cages, which are now replaced by, by larger spaces and places that um, we can engage the community. Um, we, we're not very accessible out where we were on Armour Road, and, and now we're on Parliament Avenue. We have bus service right out front. Uh, there's walking and bike paths um, for our volunteers and, and adopters and, and anyone who would like to visit um, to visit the shelter. And um, it's more than just a shelter. We have uh, classroom spaces, um, which we use for our programs, but are also available to the public to use uh, after hours as well. Can you talk a little bit, you, you mentioned some of the programs that you offer at the Regina Humane Society. Can you talk about the work that goes into ensuring when someone comes to adopt a new family pet, uh, you are doing everything you can to set them up for success. Talk about that process. Yes, we actually have a position solely dedicated um, to when an animal first enters um, our animal shelter. That's our manager of pathway planning. And from the moment that an animal enters our care, um, we are monitoring their needs, uh, both their health needs, their behavior needs, their socialization needs. Um, many animals arrive at our shelter that are, are broken, um, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, on the outside as well as on the inside. And so, um, you know, our veterinary clinic is certainly the first um, the, the first place that they would visit to be able to receive any care that they require if they're injured or ill. Um, and, and then into foster care. We have a, a tremendous uh, foster care army of, of people in the community who welcome these animals into their homes and, and help them to heal uh, and prepare them for adoption. And then our adoption counselors uh, have lots of, of education and, and background on the animals to be able to ensure that uh, it's a good fit uh, for, for what a family or a person is looking for, as, as well as for the animal. Lisa Cook, Executive Director of the Regina Humane Society. As we're talking, a text is coming in asking, is it only dogs and cats? What, what, what animals do you have for adoption, Lisa? Yes, more than just dogs and cats, for sure. We have a, a, a dedicated space uh, for, for we call them our critters, the little guys, uh, the rabbits, the hamsters, the guinea pigs, um, all of those smaller types of pets. We do have a dedicated space in the new facility for them. Um, in the old facility, I, I think it used to be a shower, which is where many of those animals were, were housed. Uh, we, we used up every little bit of space in the old building, and uh, and it's so nice to be able to have dedicated spaces for animals um, here at the new building. Is there room for volunteers in your work? Oh yes, that's we are so excited. Um, our volunteers, we, we can't do anything that we do without our volunteers. Uh, they are part of our, our life-saving team and uh, it's the spaces are, are better for the animals here but also for our volunteers. Uh, we have a, a lot of kitty readers, uh, uh, kids that come out and they read to our cats. Um, improves literacy but it also does uh, an incredible um, socialization for our cats and the old facility just had uh, terrible spaces and in the new uh, building we have 
large open areas um, that kids and animals can enjoy together. And and anyone really um, is is going to be able to engage in a really diverse uh, set of volunteer programs uh, working at the Humane Society. We had a gentleman here who was out here all weekend shoveling our front walks. So they, they soup to nuts in yeah. our volunteer programs. That's so awesome. When does the official opening for the Regina Humane Society happen, Lisa? Uh, our uh, official opening, we are opening to the public on uh, February 5th, uh, which is Tuesday next week. We are in the process of moving um, all of our animals, all of our veterinary equipment, uh, all of our supplies, uh, and setting up and training in the new facility over the next few days in, in preparation for that. Good. And uh, before I let you go, I know a big part of, of, of you and, and how you operate as the Regina Humane Society is based on funding that you get from people that are that generous donors and and it's not all um sponsorship or government funding that helps you do what you do it is the generosity of people in and around the Regina community um how can people donate what are different ways they can contribute to your future success well, we, um, our Animal Community Center, we still have almost $1 million to raise on our capital campaign to achieve our goal as a, as a nonprofit charity with a, a net zero budget. Um, you know, that is certainly something that is our goal, um, for this year, but, um, the public can also, as they always have, you know, supporting uh, our appeals as well as, you know, with towels and blankets and, uh, you know, other items. And, and donating their time really is, is an, uh, makes an incredible difference to the animals here at the shelter. This has been a great chat. Lisa, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much. Lisa Cook. You betcha. Lisa Cook, Executive Director of the Regina Humane Society. That brand new office in Harbor Landing opens on February the 5th. And uh, once you go down, you walk through, you are no doubt going to see the incredible work they do and uh, no doubt uh, want to be involved. Lots of people like to volunteer time. I've got lots of friends that do that with their children. And, of course, you can donate. As you heard, they're continuing to try and find a way to raise funds, uh, not just for this building, but all the great programming that they provide as well. You're listening to The Evan Bray Show on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.